is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Today's broadcast on the huge show across Michigan is presented by Experience GR. From world-class attractions and outdoor recreation to nationally ranked food and craft beverages, Grand Rapids, Michigan is filled with unexpected surprises. Discover why Grand Rapids has been voted America's best beer city, the nation's craft beverage capital, and a top 20 U.S. foodie city. Get an eyeful of spectacular art and an earful of live music, Explore what Grand Rapids has to offer when it comes to family fun. Make your travel dreams continue and come true in Grand Rapids. Find out more at experiencegr.com. That's experiencegr.com. Today's broadcast is presented by Experience GR on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey together on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer back in downtown GR at the 96.1 The Game flagship studios. I'm on the road just east of Grand Rapids. I'm on the Lowell Showboat. All right? I'm in the pilot's cabin. Uh, totally redesigned Lowell Showboat, part of the downtown experience uh, in Lowell. And we're here uh, for a fundraiser for Doak Dean as he battles cancer. Noel Dean, the former Lowell head football coach who now is coaching down in Georgia, uh, will join me later on the show. Gabe Dean will check in later this hour. Uh, we'll talk to everybody who's stepping up for this fundraiser. It goes from 5 until 11 p.m. tonight, Lowell Showboat, downtown Lowell. And the money raised will go uh, to help Dope Dean fight cancer. And I know there are a lot of people uh, in Lowell, uh, in the Grand Rapids area, West Michigan, across this state and beyond, uh, who are connected to a Dean family member. So if you can make it out, they have a DJ. Pretty cool band was uh, warming up. I'll get the band's name uh, later. They're going to have beverages for purchase. They have a silent auction with unbelievable prizes, like a trip down to LSU. And I guarantee Brian Kelly probably stepped up big time on that. Uh, so if you want to be a part of this, uh, it's going on at the Lowell Showboat uh, tonight, 5 until 11 p.m. Uh, so get out here and uh, let's all help uh, Dope Dean uh, beat cancer. And inside this broadcast, we'll get to the lighter side of life. I know it's a tough hangover Friday when it comes to the tournament if you're a Michigan State fan. Now, I didn't get a chance to watch the game live. I DVR all the games, but I was at my daughter Ava's Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern soccer season opener, and it started at the same time the Michigan State-K-State game did. So I told myself, I'm going to sit away from everybody. 
I'm not going to look at my phone or look at the score, and then I'll go home after the game. I'm not going to look at Twitter, Facebook, and I'm going to watch it live on DVR. Now, that didn't work. I have <laughs> I have the patience of – I waited like 15 – not 15 minutes, maybe about 12 minutes into the game. I go, i got to see a score. i got to see the score. And then I see State up. Then I see them down. Then they're up. Then they're down. And it's going back and forth. And I had the gut feeling this is going to be – Maybe a last possession game. And it was much more high scoring than what I thought. And that tells me uh, you get to legs in teams as they go through the tournament. And you just don't play the same defense because it was a war, if you think, Sunday against Marquette. And I'm not making excuses for Tom Izzo and Michigan State. And Noel is just one of the most amazing tournament guards I've seen. And it reminds me like Kemba Walker. What he can do with the rock and the assist. What he have nineteen assists last night and battled through an injury. And uh, again, I'm watching my daughter take on Cadillac. Vikings have a solid soccer program. We ended up winning three one uh, in their D two uh, season opener. I'm very proud of my daughter Ava, and she's an unbelievable soccer player and a leader. That's what I saw her leadership last night as a senior. So the game gets done, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You know, uh, it's 76, 73, whatever it was. I go to my car. You know, I, I, I start watching the game. I'm sitting there in the parking lot at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern on my phone. I'm watching the game. It is one of the most unbelievable basketball games the you know Madison Square Garden back and forth it's like an old school heavyweight boxing match at the garden like Frazier Ali and State you know Hauser had that shot he didn't take you got to hit your free throws you can second guess all you want to but to me and as I rewatched the entire game this morning on DVR and the Spartans lose 98-93 in overtime I thought they left it out there Could you have played better defense? Yes. So could K-State. But it was just an epic heavyweight NCAA tournament game. One for the ages. And I know K-State advances. And then you see Florida Atlantic come back. I'm watching that game at home. And stunned Tennessee. Tennessee looked in control of that game, I know, for the first 30 minutes. So now you're Tom Izzo, you're Michigan State, you're a Michigan State fan listening right now, you're a player, and you're thinking all we would have to do is beat Florida Atlantic tomorrow, and they're going to Houston. That's how close it was. It was a shot. That's how you look at it. You weigh it. And you can cherry pick it all you want, but to me, if you told me Sissoko, Hauser, you know, Hoggard was unbelievable. You know, considering what was on the other side of Noel, uh, Akins gives you 14. Sissoko had a decent game, but he put so much into that Marquette game. Walker with 16, Hall with 13. Gosh, you look at those numbers, and most of the time you would think that would be a Michigan State victory. It was a great year, 21-13 and 13 for a team that was unranked. I know the Michigan fan listening right now, you love it because six days ago, you had a miserable finish to your season when you blew that eight-point lead in the last 90 seconds against Vanderbilt. And K-State now is sitting there, depending on the health of Noel, that will be something to watch that we'll talk about uh, later in the broadcast. We'll head to our Spartan Insiders 
uh, throughout this show and also talk to everybody here uh, in Lowell at the Lowell Showboat where the Doak Dean fundraiser is happening 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. tonight. Bands, DJs, beverages for purchase, uh, food. You got great restaurants in downtown Lowell. I'll tell you, this Sabor Mexicano restaurant, I had to eat quick after we tested our setup here with Superfly back at 96.1, our flagship station in downtown GR. So I found a little Mexican restaurant, Saber Mexicano, fantastic, in downtown Lowell. Just uh, yeah, You can tell it's family-owned. The entire family worked there. Uh, they such a good vibe feeling mood and the food was just uh, unbelievable so uh, a great start uh, to this live broadcast and also the most important thing is uh, we're all going to get together and help Doak Dean uh, fight cancer kick its ass that's what we're doing. Five until 11 tonight here in Lowell. I want to thank Andy uh, a lot of former Noel Dean players uh, coaches uh, parents uh, you can tell when a coach has respect by how many people show up when it hits the fans. So uh, we're all just praying uh, for Doak uh, and the Dean family. They're as strong as it gets. So we'll talk to a lot of the Dean family members throughout the show I mentioned. We're going to get to our Spartan insiders. And on the lighter side of life, I've been complaining since the end of the regular season for the Lions that they need a quality backup in case golf goes down. So you watch all the other backup QBs, quality, sign with other teams, and I'm like, what are the Lions doing? And we had Jeff Risden in studio from Lions Wire and Draft Wire. And uh, last week, I think it was, or actually earlier this week, we said they're probably now with the good free agents gone, they're going to lean towards drafting a QB who will end up being their two or three quarterback behind Goff. And they look at Brock Purdy and they see what the Niners were able to do when Trey Lance and Jimmy G uh, both got hurt and they still got to the NFC Championship game. And for all of our expectations, here's another thing I, I put into the Nate Sudfeld uh, free agent signing today. I don't know if he's a third string or if he's a second string. It tells me they're going to draft a QB high. So as high as six as low as maybe late second round with that third rounder. But maybe the expectations for the Lions, for Holmes and Campbell, are different than the fans and some of us, like myself in the media. Maybe they know that they're not set to go contend for a Super Bowl, so they're not worried about having a plug-in guy who can win games. You know, the Bears after Fields now have P.J. Wilson. He's a pretty good quarterback. With the Panthers, that was the type I was looking for. Nate Sudfeld, like Boyle, they have no track record in the NFL, have barely thrown any passes. I know you're never as good when you lose QB1. I get that from some of the comments. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. I hear you. But also I know that if you build a roster, and now some are saying you're as good as anybody to win the NFC North, that you want a guy that could help you get through a stretch or a season. And Tim Boyle wasn't that. He, he never took meaningful snaps with the Packers. But the Lions gave him a multi-million dollar contract. And their free agent signing at QB is Nate Sudfeld. Like I said, their expectations inside Allen Park may be different than ours. 
So maybe they're just thinking, hey, we can get to the playoffs this year. And now we can get a young quarterback experience, and he'll be our backup in the final year of golf, and we'll see if this quarterback could eventually replace golf, and then we don't got to pay him $45, $50 million. I think there's some business thinking here. Fans don't think business. We think best available. Draft, free agency, re-signing a player, we think get the best. Coach Lees, you want all the names. Hey, it's going to be Grode. It's going to be Say, but it's going to be Andy Ray, whatever, whoever you want. Any available, college and pro, you want the best. So it is interesting on how they handle this because I will say, it is the only negative, and I've said that all along, the only negative I have on the Lions, that they have totally botched the backup QB since Holmes and Campbell came to Detroit. They have butchered it. And I'm not flying the flag of pessimism. Because if you've listened to this show, and when I bring Risden in studio, I believe they have made monumental strides at every position. They've utilized minimal salary cap hits. They, they're not stuck with long, bad contracts. But they're the same guys who thought Boyle was capable of backing up Goff and gave him big money when he hadn't done squat, jack squat in the NFL. And that's how I look at Nate Sudfeld. Did I see the number that I think the last time he threw a pass was like three years ago? (laughs) I think I shared something like that on the huge show Facebook page. I'm not piling on the Lions. I love every free agent move, every re-signing, everything. And we're not even to the draft. So now your question is, could they shock the world and trade up? What if they trade up now to three? What if they trade with Arizona? What if they trade up? Think about that. And they would have their pick of the four QBs. I think it would be if their guy's there. So many options. So before I pull the ripcord on the backup QB situation, I will see how the draft plays out. I will see if there are any salary cap casualties when rosters are readjusted, uh, when all the draftees are signed and you get to the calculator with money or when Lamar Jackson you know where he moves could create a quarterback or two available you don't know it doesn't sound like he's coming back to Baltimore so where does he go I I, gosh I, I don't know Atlanta signed Heineke they got Ritter and Heineke I think they're set Who's a taker for Lamar that could pay him? Again, you can rework salary deals. You can open up cap space. But teams that need a quarterback like that is a Green Bay. Again, I don't know what their cap hit with Rodgers and when that deal ever is finalized with the Jets. And maybe that's the movement waiting there that the Jets would turn their attention towards Lamar Jackson, but I think based on everybody, you know, from Hackett, the Rodgers, former offensive coordinator, got canned by the Broncos. When you look at Lazard, you going on the list, it just seems like he he's going to the Jets. 
but the Packers aren't in any hurry or they're not ready to do Rodgers any favors. So there's still one more stop on that quarterback carousel, which could impact the Lions. Or it's what I just said to start this huge opinion that our expectations in the media, the bloggers, all the podcasts out there, the fans, that there's more of a realistic expectation inside Allen Park with Holmes and Campbell. So you're asking yourself, you didn't go to the playoffs. Yes, the Lions are picked as high as what? I saw one power poll, 10, and they were behind the Jets and the Jags, which is crazy. I saw another one where they were seven in the NFL. Number seven, power poll, National Football League, your Detroit Lions. But do Holmes and Campbell feel differently? The way they've loaded up, the way they got guys coming in, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Mosley, if the knee recovers, I don't think they're playing for two years down the road. So there is another move with this QB situation. If Nate Sudfeld is the number two QB when the season starts, that would be a tragic Tim Boyle-like move by Holmes and Campbell. It would. Last night... When I also finished up watching Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern Soccer beat Cadillac 3-1, when I was in my car watching the game, I saw the post from Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, who will join us coming up, that Jed Howard had declared for the NBA draft. And I just tweeted out, I saw nothing this year that says he's ready. Now everybody's like, well, they're drafted on potential. They're drafted on potential. I don't see the NBA potential in Jed Howard. Oh, what? Because he's 6'7", 6'8"? I don't see the NBA potential. I don't right now. Oh, well, he played really good in summer leagues before college. Yeah, that's part of the problem. He doesn't play defense. He doesn't rebound. I don't see his handles. I don't see him going to the bucket. When he's spotting up and shooting a three, he looked good. That's it. But that's my opinion, and you can have yours. And then I get some of these knuckleheads that are competitors for, like, the Wolverine.com trying to rip me. Yeah, go, go ride your Homer wagon, okay? Jed Howard didn't show me anything in his only year at the University of Michigan that said he was NBA ready. Nothing. And I get the NBA doesn't play defense. But there, there is no part of his game that I said, man, that dude is going to be an NBA star. So we tweeted out and also posted our Bud Light huge question of the day that you can answer. How do you think Jet Howard will fare in the NBA? Will he be an all-star one day? Will he be a bench guy? Will he start in the NBA one day or be a bust? And on our Bud Light huge question of the day, add huge show on Twitter, 49% said an off-the-bench guy, 36% said bust, 12% said starter, 3% said all-star. And you could answer on air our Bud Light huge question of the day. How do you think Jed Howard will do in the NBA? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 
They're a local bank that you can depend on and trust, and that's more important than ever before. Thank you to our friends from Mercantile Bank for their partnership in 2023 on the Huge Show across Michigan. Also comment at Huge Show on Twitter. You can vote in the poll at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. Our road show is with our friends in Lowell, Michigan, just east of Grand Rapids. We're here for the Doak Dean fundraiser, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. tonight. You can hear the band in the background warming up they'll have beverages for sale they'll have a silent auction they'll have a drop box auction they'll have a live auction and they have some really cool prizes like getaways to lsu michigan state and more so if any of you have coached against if you know coach dean if you know any of the dean family if you know anybody in lowell or if you just want to stop by and help dope dean fight cancer You have from 5 until 11 p.m. tonight, Lowell Showboat. And they have the Showboat redesign, which is City of Lowell. I give them a lot of credit for what they've done here in the downtown district. They have the Lowell Showboat. They have the tent with the band. Uh, They have the adult beverages for sale. Uh, A lot going on here uh, with the Doak Dean fundraiser. We'll talk to Noel Dean later. On the way, Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. He'll give us his thoughts. His thoughts. uh, His thoughts. uh, Because my Joey Barone voice. uh, His thoughts uh, on Jet Howard going to the NBA. One and done at Michigan. Ballas will join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. See the legendary grave digger and more tear up the dirt with massive stunts, all out racing, and crazy skills. It's adrenaline charged fun for the whole family. Let's hear it! Make some noise! Monster Jam, as big as it gets. Coming to Van Andel Arena March 24th through 26th. Brought to you by BKD Tires. You have to see it live, so lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. The one, two. Right side, Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. 
At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. A Friday road show is inside the renovated Lowell showboat in Lowell, downtown Lowell, just east of Grand Rapids. We're here for the Dope Dean fundraiser. He's a former Lowell football player, wrestler, went on to wrestle at Harvard and cancer was discovered inside his body a few months ago. So the people of Lowell, those connected to the Dean family, played for Noel Dean, coached with him, coached against him. They're going to have a ton of people showing up tonight. Uh, for the Doak Dean uh, fundraising event here at the Lowell Showboat, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. tonight. Uh, silent auction, live auction, including a trip uh, to see Brian Kelly and LSU down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Michigan State getaways, and more. So if you're in the West Michigan area or you're listening across Michigan and somehow your paths crossed, with a member of the Dean family, support Doak Dean and his fight against cancer tonight, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. here in Lowell at the Lowell Showboat. Last night I mentioned in my opening huge opinion what an epic heavyweight battle, title prize fight, even though a championship wasn't on the line between Tom Izzo, Michigan State, and K-State. It went to overtime and K-State prevailed 98-93, but you can't Look at a calendar and see the month of March without thinking of Tom Izzo. And here's what K-State guard Marquise Noel uh, said in the postgame presser last night. Quote, it was like a Rocky fight tonight, he said. I just want to give credit to Tom Izzo and Michigan State. And Noel is one of the best tournament guards I've ever seen. And kudos to Izzo and Michigan State. Hey, man, you got to the Sweet 16. You had a chance to win it. Give Noel and K-State credit. They now get Florida Atlantic tomorrow in the Elite Eight. I did also mention in my opening huge opinion that I saw the Chris Ballas story from the Wolverine.com and his tweet and Facebook post about Jet Howard, one and done at Michigan. Not a big surprise. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider, is standing by. How you doing, Chris? Good, man. For a second, I thought you were going to have me talk about Michigan State. I'm like, you got the wrong guy here. You know, we're the Wolverine. So. I was saying what the what the what Noel said about Izzo. It was like a Rocky fight tonight. <laughs> I just want to give credit to Tom Izzo and Michigan State. It, that was an epic. I didn't see it live because I was watching yeah, my daughter's soccer game. And, yeah. and but I, I I saw the end live, and then I watched it on DVR today. But I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. it, it was a, a Madison Square Garden, America's biggest city. It was one of the great tournament games that we'll all remember for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I've got it recorded. So, I'm going to watch it. I actually went back and watched uh, the last minute and overtime and could have gone either way. 
And uh, you know what? His problem is, you know, this isn't one of his better teams, but he said it was one of the teams that he'll remember most and he'll be most proud of because he got a lot out of them in terms of, um, you know, at the end of the season, uh, you know, they lost Ohio State in the Big Ten. and um, But to, uh, you know, to come up just short, and I'm sure they'll be kicking themselves, man, with Florida Atlantic, right, in the, in the Elite Eight. But stuff Amen. happens, man. Yeah, and uh, stuff happens, and it's in a one game, a one and done tournament like that. It's not always the best team that wins, and I thought they had a real opportunity in that in that part of the bracket. But it is what it is. So, and as far as Michigan goes and Jet Howard, uh, I wrote I thought it was best for both of them. I didn't think Jet Howard's heart was completely in it this year, to be honest with you, and and playing for his dad, and you know he said he was playing on some gimpy ankles and things like that, and um, but when you talk about boxing out and you talk about being lined up in the right defense and concentration and everything else like that. Uh, his head wasn't in it, and that just you know makes you wonder, boy, you know, was he thinking about the NBA already? And he did acknowledge in his ESPN article that he thought before the year he was playing to be a one and done. And so it's best that he moves on. And there were times this year, Bill, you and I both said it, that Michigan played better when he wasn't on the floor. They're going to move forward here. And right now the Really, the priority is to keep Hunter Dickinson and Kobe Bufkin. If you do that with Doug McDaniel, then you've got a real nice nucleus for next year. And when reading your article as well last night, I'm like, well, then why'd you even, you know, why, why'd you hurt your team this year? That, that's what Jed Howard did with his lack of defense effort. And I'm, I'm curious, Chris, and I said it, you know, 20 minutes ago, that outside of his three-point shooting, when he was on, he showed me nothing about about ever being a starter in the NBA. That can change, and maybe he was in the 70% mode, and he checked out early. I don't know. Maybe checked out when the team hit the skids, you know, after the first of the year, and then they had that amazing month where a lot of it had nothing to do with Jed Howard. It was Bufkin and Dickinson taking over and McDaniel, but... You know, I just don't see it, but I guess, you know, the NBA is still about potential, and now with the G League, they can go give you a three-, four-year deal and, and, and work with you and think they can get you ready for the NBA. Yeah, a couple things. He can get his own shot, and he's got a really nice mid-range jumper, too. So he can get to a spot, come off a curl, and hit that jumper. We saw it against Michigan State on the play that he hurt his ankle. You know, a huge jumper down the stretch. Um, not great at getting to the rim, and that's something that he's going to have to improve. And, you know, people said the same thing about Jordan Poole. And I get it. You know what? Um, you have to go to the right spot. If he goes to the right spot where he's going to be coached up, and I think that's going to be key because uh, it didn't seem to me like he had great chemistry with his dad in terms of a coach-player relationship, frankly. You know, I know he loves his dad, and he's a great kid. I'm not disparaging him or his family. I think he's fantastic. Uh, talking to him during the recruiting process, but he's not who I thought he was going to be in terms of man. He's going to be like Jace Howard, only more skilled, right? If you put Jace Howard and Jet Howard together, you'd have one hell of a player. But he did not have Jace's passion and desire defensively, you know, that grit. And that was lacking. And that hurt the team flat out. Uh, It kind of reminded you of Sean Higgins on the 89 team, a guy that can help you when he's surrounded by elite talent. You know, he's going to be a gunner, but he's not going to play much defense for you. I can go way back even to Mike McGee. In the, in the late uh, 70s, early 80s, man, one of the first memories I have of Michigan basketball. But that's not championship basketball, and that's not winning basketball. And that's why I wrote that column that, hey, it's better for Jet Howard to go if he gets in the right situation and explores possibilities in the NBA and for Michigan to move on without him uh, because they're going to need more than that next year. Chris, it's one of the great Wolverine.com columns I've ever read from you. It was poignant. It was perfect. It was spot on. It was poetry 
in motion as I read it. It was beautiful. Uh, I'm getting a tear in my eye. Thanks, Bill. It was good. You know what? It was good. So good luck to Jet. And Michigan yep. is better without him. It, it's a win-win for everybody involved. And he's going to go get paid. And we'll see how high yep. he goes in the draft when he gets to those workouts. That's uh, you know the risk you take when you're a one-and-done guy. And he may end up in the first round, could fall to the second round, whatever. He's going to make money. He'll play G League. He'll do something. And it's a business. I just think Juwan Howard next year needs to have the team You know, winning the Big Ten, which, by the way, I agree with Izzo defending that the Big Ten is the best conference top to bottom in America, and it was taking some heat on Twitter when the Spartans got bounced last night, and I'm like, you know, hold on, wait a minute, look at the depth. Big Ten basketball and football, look at the depth top to bottom. Are you kidding Mm me? Yeah. You can't rip the conference. No, at the same time, you know what? People remember championships, and Michigan hasn't had, or the Big Ten hasn't had one since 2000. Uh, before that, it had been a long time, too. So uh, that's where people, that's where you basically make your money. And uh, you know what? Uh, it's unfortunate. You look at the Big Ten uh, conference in football, too, and there's no question, Bill, I agree with you 100%. When you look at what these teams at the bottom were able to do, uh, you know, Penn State was a 10 seed, for crying out loud, in the tournament. Uh, look what they did and look what they accomplished. Um, it is hard. And, and one thing that Izzo said that I agreed with when I was watching his post game, he was like, you know, when you have that kind of depth, there's a reason that we're a seven seed. You know, they had eight losses in the Big Ten. And uh, because it is tough. It is tough to go to Penn State and win. It is tough to go to Maryland. Look at Maryland. What a different team they are at home and on the road, you know. So it is tough to go anywhere in the Big Ten. Look at Nebraska, going even going there when they're having a down year. So uh, the seeds, you know, you get a lot of middling seeds, and it's hard. It is hard if you don't start near the top to finish near the top. Um, and we've seen Izzo do it in the past. I thought he was going to do it this year. I really did with the draw that they had and the coaches that he was facing. I saw when they drew Shaka Smart and Marquette, I'm like, okay, there's my, they're in my sweet 16. And uh, give Kansas State credit. Uh, I didn't agree with Izzo that his, he said he didn't think his team brought it. I thought they, you know, from everything I heard and looking at the stats, they, they shot the lights out. And uh, maybe defensively they were off a little bit, but – Man, when you score like that and you go back and forth, it took a great game to beat them. So you got to credit Kansas State, and uh, it's going to be very interesting. It's been a fun tournament so far, no question. Uh, Tom Izzo just texted me. He's down at the Breslin watching the high school championships. Hey, I was listening on my AirBud. Uh, and tell Chris I agree with everything he just said. So there you go, man. Uh, Tom Izzo. <laughs> Now, hold on, he just he finished his text. Hold on, he just finished his text. Uh, Ballas may be the only Michigan insider I like. Wow, that's pretty cool. I can, I can promise you that's not true, and <laughs> that's okay. That, he, you know he did. Hey, man, I don't make stuff up on this show. I don't make stuff up on this show. No, no, Bill. It's right. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't try and flame things up. I don't do that for a living. <laughs> Well, you tell him he's a smart man if he agrees with me. How's that? That'll be my Okay, report. hold on. I'll say the battle says you're a smart man, and <laughs> can you guys meet halfway between Ann Arbor maybe in Brighton for lunch? Okay, there we go. No, no, I, uh, I, we're I, set, I Chris. he's a smart man if he agrees with me. Don't, don't leave that part out, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris, we love you, man. Uh, we'll talk next week and get an update on Michigan spring football and their spring game. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Check it in on the Meyer Guest Sign. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan and their athletic department. We're on the road. Lowell Showboat, east of Grand Rapids. The Dope Dean fundraiser happens tonight, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. Bands. They'll have beverages for sale. Uh, you can donate. 
Uh, they have a live auction with prizes like a trip to see LSU football and Brian Kelly, Michigan State getaways and more, silent auctions, drop box auctions. Uh, the entire city of Lowell and the Lowell football program, wrestling program, athletic department, school, all have come together. It's going to be a big night here. Uh, Noel Dean's coming up from Georgia. He'll join us later in the broadcast. I also just got word that Tom Izzo uh, may be by live on the Meyer guest line here uh, within the next 25 minutes. Join us here at the newly renovated Lowell Showboat. I know yesterday I said, is that thing still floating? It's a Taj Mahal right now. I'm up in the captain's loft where I got the, you know, I could be going down the flat river right now, piling it. It's a dream. Just like the guy with the, the big ship that left uh, Ireland. What was it called? The Titanic. <laughs> What's that? Is that a nice bug? No. It's a reflection. Uh, if you want to join in, one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Our Bud Light huge question of the day: How do you think Jet Howard will fare in the NBA? You tell me. One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Everything huge twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With a shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com.
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. A road show is just east of downtown Grand Rapids. We're in Lowell, inside the Lowell Showboat, newly renovated. They use it for community events, parties, receptions, and more. It's unbelievable what they've done uh, here in downtown Lowell. And we're here, most importantly, to help Dope Dean beat cancer. There's a fundraiser tonight, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. They got the tent with the band. They'll have the live auction. Uh, They have incredible live auction prizes you can bid on, like a trip to see Brian Kelly and LSU football. Brian Kelly, you can come down and have some sweet tea with a raging tigers. They got Michigan State getaways. They got the... Drop-in auction boxes, a silent auction, and more. Uh, Great music, DJ, uh, and a local band. I'll get their name uh, here during the next break. So if you're anywhere in West Michigan, uh, if you want to help Dope Dean beat cancer, uh, stop by. If you've played for Noel, if you've played against him, if you've coached with him, against him, and the Dean family connection, uh, and connections plural, go all across this state. So if you can make it out, it's an unbelievable night. And I want to give Andy a lot of love uh, for what he has done uh, and the entire group behind this. You know, Lowell's not a huge community, but it's not a small town. But this is the part of sports in America that I really value. That values do matter. That you never forget what people did for your kids or what they did for you. And Andy Graham reached out to me a couple weeks ago and asked me if I would uh, promote this Doak Dean fundraiser. And then earlier this week, I said, you know what? My Friday schedule is clear. Can I come out and do a statewide broadcast? Because Noel Dean's always been good to me. His children have been good to me. His family, his extended family, Gabe Dean, who at one point was one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, the Lowell Wrestling Program, which has produced... D1 Ivy League wrestlers like Doke himself at Harvard. I think it's 10 straight state championships. And there's something about that wrestler football mentality where you just strive to be the best. And in wrestling, you're an individual. It's a one-on-one battle. Football becomes the team concept. So I know tonight's going to be special, and Noel will join us. He just flew back in from Georgia. His plane got delayed, but we'll check in with him. Tom Izzo is confirmed right after the Muskegon Orchard Lake St. Mary's game, and we'll give you that final uh, in the D1 semis down at the Breslin. MHSAA.TV if you want to watch any of the semifinal games today. State championship games tomorrow on Bally Sports Detroit. If you can't connect there, MHSAA.TV. But Izzo uh, at the Breslin uh, will join us in less than 10 minutes. Get his thoughts on the loss last night. Also, Noel Dean uh, will be live with me here uh, on the Lowell Showboat. You know, as a father... And you have to be there with your child as they're going through cancer. I can't say enough to the parents and the families. And I can't do enough.
for what all of you have gone through and the amazing stories of recovery and the pain of losing a loved one. And I've never had to experience that close to me in my life outside of my sister. And she got through it. And I remember when Peter Sturzma in their Purple Community game, when he told me one of his players is going to wear my sister's last name, Susan Wood, on the back of that jersey for the Van Andel Institute's Purple Community and their Purple Games that bring awareness to cancer. And the Parkinson's, that was special. I still have that photo in my phone that shows the class of Peter Sturzman. I know he knows Noel Dean. It wouldn't surprise me if Peter hasn't donated already or if he'll be here later tonight. We're at the Lowell Showboat, Doak Dean Fundraiser, uh, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. tonight. If you're in the West Michigan area or anywhere across the state, try and make it down here. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion, any interview, My opinions on Nate Sudfeld, Michigan State Jet Howard. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. That's Search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Today's broadcast on the Huge Show Across Michigan is presented by Experience GR. From world-class attractions and outdoor recreation to nationally ranked food and craft beverages, Grand Rapids, Michigan is filled with unexpected surprises. Discover why Grand Rapids has been voted America's best beer city, the nation's craft beverage capital, and a top 20 U.S. foodie city. Get an eyeful of spectacular art and an earful of live music. Explore what Grand Rapids has to offer when it comes to family fun. Make your travel dreams continue and come true in Grand Rapids. Find out more at experiencegr.com. That's experiencegr.com. Today's broadcast is presented by Experience GR on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number two on a statewide road show. We're on the Lowell Showboat on the Flat River in downtown Lowell, where tonight the Doak Dean fundraiser will take place from 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. with a band, DJ, beverages for sale. They'll have a live auction, including a trip to see Brian Kelly and LSU down in Louisiana, getaways to Michigan State and more, silent auctions, so much going on. As the people of Lowell, West Michigan, are coming together all across this state uh, to help Dope Dean beat cancer. So if you're listening right now anywhere in Michigan, 
It goes until 11 p.m. tonight here at the Lowell Showboat. And Noel Dean, Doak's father, uh, made the trip back from uh, Georgia. Legendary high school football coach here of the Red Arrow program and the Pink Arrow project and so much he did for the community and for uh, football in Lowell and in West Michigan. Noel, join us later. You can join in. At one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. We'll also talk more about Michigan State bowing out in the Sweet Sixteen, epic heavyweight title fight game at Madison Square Garden last night. Tom Izzo, head coach at Michigan State, will join us in a few moments. And also we'll talk to some of Doug Teen's family and friends as he fights his way through cancer. So an amazing journey. And to watch the people of Lowell and the people in West Michigan step up, those that Noel has coached, that Doak played with, played against. Same thing with Noel, the Dean family. Uh, they go Montrose all across uh, this state. It will be a special night in downtown Lowell here at the Lowell Showboat tonight. And thank you uh, to Andy and everybody. Uh, who helped organize this and put it together. So the lighter side of life, we'll talk more about the Sweet 16. We'll get the Jet Howard uh, off to the NBA. And also Nate Sudfeld signed as a backup right now as it stands. It's the only thing the Lions have done, seriously, this offseason. Matter of fact, it's the only negative. If you go back to the 8-2 and two finish from the last 10 games through this offseason, the only negative is I don't like the backup quarterback, which tells me they're going to draft a QB, and that QB will be in the hunt to be the backup quarterback. Or like I said in my opening huge opinion an hour ago, that maybe our expectations for the Lions, and I'm a Lions fan and also a statewide talk show host, maybe we are a little bit too far ahead of where they are in terms of having a top-shelf backup QB. That's the only negative. I mean, in my lifetime. 61 years on earth, I've never had a season or offseason where I have one issue with the Lions, and it's just a backup QB. By the way, DJ Chark did sign uh, with Carolina. There was some talk that he might end up back with the Lions on a one-year deal. I don't think wide receiver was a pressing need with Jamison Williams emerging. So we'll talk Sudfeld as the backup. We'll get to Jed Howard off to the NBA. But let's talk about Michigan State and last night. Man. You know, the Garden, America's biggest city, NCAA tournament, Izzo in March. His team answered the bell. It was, as Noel said, a Rocky-like fight back and forth. And the Spartans had their chances to win. They lose 98-93. Nothing to hang their heads in terms of their performance. They gave it their all. Defensively, was it there for both sides? I mean, when you see both teams, you see what the wear and tear of a postseason conference tournament, of what a season and what the tournament will do with that quick turnaround and the emotion and physical energy that the Spartans needed to give on Sunday to turn around and play on Thursday. But uh, it was a season to remember based on the finish. And I think Tom Izzo, the head coach, of Michigan State is set to join us. How you doing, Tommy? Did you call him? You're working on it. So you're working on it. Uh, did you let me know that he wasn't there yet? You texted me twice. You did. I just assumed he would be there. I know, uh, you know the game isn't over yet. 
I think you got the Muskegon Orchard Lake St. Mary's, our flagship station, 96 won the game, is carrying that. You you just told me at the last break that that game wasn't over, correct? Yeah. Wow, Superfly. <laughs> Good job on that. Unbelievable. Hey, man, I'm trying. Phenomenal. I'm trying. No, don't worry about it. Don't call him anymore. Now you're gonna, he's going to see 10 calls from you, and he's going to block you. Thomas was going to block you. <laughs> so how are you going to get on if Tom Izzo blocks you? And how are we going to get Tommy on? My Lord. We have the bounce Graham couch. And when you throw him off the couch, he, he called you a bunch of names. You had to bump him. He couldn't do it later. And, and we get Izzo. And now he's, I guarantee he's watching the end of the game. I, I you got Muskegon, Orchard Lake, St. Mary, D1 semifinal. So we did throw out our Bud Light huge question of the day. Man, I had a great lead in right there. So you were, that was bad. I'm sorry. That was bad, Superfly. That was horrible. Low point of the show ever. 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 I mean, I was rolled right into it, just smooth pro, like it's a national network show, and then boom, we just hit backwoods, small town radio. Boom. Speaking of hoops, though, we did tell you the story, and Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joined us during our number one that Jet Howard won and done at Michigan, no surprise. Some of these Michigan fans who are talking like, oh, he's going to be a better NBA player than he was at Michigan. I never saw it all year. Never. Oh, well, he can shoot uh, 38% from the three. Now, I know the NBA doesn't play a lot of defense, but if you're going to tell me, if some of you are going to tell me that Jed Howard is going to leave Michigan after what we watch and he'll be a better NBA player, I find that crazy. Throw your loyalty out the window, Okay. So I threw out the question, our Bud Light huge question of the day. How do you think Jed Howard will fare in the NBA? You can give me your huge opinion. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank has local locations all across Michigan. And they're a local bank that you can trust and depend on. And that's more important than ever before. And thank you to our friends from Mercantile Bank for their partnership. So you can answer that huge question of the day when 866-838-4843. What level player will Jet Howard be in the NBA? Now, I also posted a Twitter poll you can vote on, at Huge Show on Twitter. All-star, off-the-bench guy, starter, or a bust? 47% voted at Huge Show, off-the-bench guy. 38% said bust. 12% said starter, and 3% said all-star. That was a voting. So you can vote at a huge show on Twitter or on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line at one 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Superfly, is he there yet? No, nothing. All right, way to go, man. Good job. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back to the little showboat uh, here on 
the west side of the state, east side of Grand Rapids. Doak Dean fundraiser is the most important thing. Take a place tonight, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. Help Doak Dean fight cancer. Stop out. Be a part of this at the Lowell Showboat. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. This is Monster Jack! See the legendary Gravedigger and more tear up the dirt with massive stunts, all-out racing, and crazy skills. It's adrenaline-charged fun for the whole family. Let's hear it! Make some noise! Monster Jam, as big as it gets. Coming to Van Andel Arena March 24th through 26th. Brought to you by BK Tires. You have to see it live, so lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question. Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who serve with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop. Not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Nickelode Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nickelode Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. I think Tom Izzo, head basketball coach at Michigan State, is standing by from the Breslin back in Michigan after that tough loss last night in the Sweet 16 to K-State. Coach, congrats on a heck of a season that nobody saw coming. Well, I think, Bill, it was, uh, you know, I don't know what kind of season it was. It was a strange season, and I'm not sure I did or didn't see it coming. I didn't know. So many things right now are so bizarre in college basketball. You know, did anybody see uh, Purdue being what they were, Penn State being what they were? So it's hard to figure out where our league was. And and yet, uh, I've always liked this team. I told you at the beginning, I didn't know how far they could go or what they could do, but the injuries uh, created a major problem for us. And uh, we got healthy, we got better, and... Uh, you know, made a little run, and in all honesty, really disappointed now because I do think uh, just the way it went, we were good enough to get to a Final Four, and unfortunately, I think there's 
This year, there might be 30 teams good enough to get to a Final Four. It was such a bizarre year in college basketball with everybody trading players like they're uh, trading cards. It was, uh, I think there were a lot of strange things that happened, but uh, I was proud of the way we played. I didn't think we played our best game, especially defensively, but give them credit. They made some unbelievable plays. and. And their kid uh, was was special, you know, for a five seven five eight player. He he sure did dominate a game. Yeah, Noel is uh, for a tournament. I'm trying to think like you know old school Kemba Walker or something that he just uh, well, took over. But your team, yeah, go ahead, coach. Say, ironically, Kemba Walker, if you remember. Uh, when he led them, we got beat at the Garden in the Elite Eight by Kimba Walker. And you are right. I mean, he had a game that second half. We were eight or nine up. And he just kind of put them on their back. And he did it more with his scoring than his passing. This kid did it more with his passing than his scoring. But similar similar deal. You're, you're right on the money. Yeah, Noel with uh, 19 assists last night. You know, Tom, I, I kind of noticed early uh, the high scoring, and I said, okay, uh, if they're hitting their shots, that's okay. So the back and forth on the scoring. Uh, and then, you know, I'm watching my daughter's soccer game at Forest Hills Eastern, so uh, I said I wasn't going to look at my phone. I was going to DVR the game. I sat away from people initially, and then I couldn't do that. And so I'm... Uh, I get done with their game. I sit in the lot, get, pull up uh, the game on my uh, mobile device, and I watch it. And, man, it was what Noel said afterwards and what I talked about an hour number one. It was like a Madison Square Garden old-school prize fight, Nick Celtics, yeah. Nick's Starks, Jordan Bulls, and you guys are going back and forth. And I know, you know, hearing your voice, you, you, you don't like to lose any game. Uh, but, really, if you went back and said, okay, from a coaching perspective, not not players or defensive effort, because they they put a lot of miles in on their legs uh, through uh, the weekend in Columbus, and to come back and play another physical game, travel to New York. I'm not making excuses, but you were there. You had shots to win it. You hit some free throws. Hauser, you know, second guesses himself on should have taken the shot. I don't know if there's a lot of coaching that you could second guess yourself with your staff today or on the flight back home where you would say, I would do things differently? Well, you know, I'd hope to cover the ball screens better than we did, but I don't know if we could with the personnel we had. And, um, you know, he made some plays. Uh, like you said, uh, Joey, poor kid, he's a 91% free throw shooter. He missed the front end of the one-on-one. Malik missed the one-shotter with a minute left. Um, uh, AJ, uh, you know, went 11 for 12 and missed one. And so you just think about the one he missed, you forget about the 11 he made. And But... I think the game was lost because we just couldn't contain them. And, um, you know, Tyson did a pretty good job and Jaden did a real good job. But they threw so many guys and so we couldn't contain them because some guys that normally Massad, he goes four for five from the three. You know, he hasn't made that many ever. And those are the, the peripheral people hurt us a little bit. They had another kid, number three, that you know, Nusson or something, and he goes five for five, and he makes a three. He's only made a couple, and he made it at the end of the shot clock. Like, just threw it up. They threw one up that banked in with a second left uh, falling down. You know, it it was one of those games, and uh, they made the plays, and we didn't, and they deserved to win. But I felt 
like it was a game we could have won and that's going to bother me tomorrow watching thinking that they're playing Florida and then you know FIU to go to a final four and could have been us FIU, FDU, FAU. We've had so many initial schools uh, in the tournament. Tom Izzo, head coach at Michigan State. Yeah, and that's the what I called the tournament hangover day that you turned around and it looked yeah. like Tennessee was in control of that Florida Atlantic game and then Florida Atlantic give them credit and Tennessee had that physical game with Duke. They look like they lost their legs uh, in the last 8-10 minutes of that game, but it is the tournament. You were close. It was OT. You weren't embarrassed on the biggest stage in March Madness in the largest city in America. It was a historic venue in the Madison uh, Square Garden. And, yeah, second-guessing, we all do it in sports. Trust me, I've been a Lions fan all my life. (laughs) Well, you're right. And um, I don't second-guess everything. I just say... Uh, they made some shots, and we didn't. And, and I, I say that we shot 50 from the field and 52 or 3 from the 3 and 81 from the line. We out-rebounded them. Turnovers for touchdowns, uh, you know, was big. 13 turnovers to 5 for them. Um, another big key is uh, points off turnovers. It was 16 to 2. And uh, hard to overcome that, yet we almost did. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to eat you alive because – you know, you get so many chances to get to a Final Four, and I think we had a good one. Yeah, and I look at uh, the box score that I talked about it in my opening huge opinion today, Tom. And Tom Izzo, head coach at Michigan State, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the huge show across Michigan. That I said, if you just looked at the box score, what well, you just said, the numbers shooting, free throws, yeah, maybe you'd like better 90% in a big game, but free throws, three-point shooting. You looked at your big four, Hauser, uh, AJ, I thought had one of his best games uh, at, at point guard uh, for Michigan State. And he really came on. If there's a story at the end of the regular season in the tournament, it was AJ. But if you look at Malik, Joey, uh, Akins, uh, Hoggard into the 20s, you look at your shooting percentages and you don't see the final score, you, you would – You'd think we won. Yeah, and, and right, right, that's what I was going to say. You would think you would won the game. If you didn't look at the final score, I said that in hour one, you would have thought they won the game easily. Well, Tyson Walker at 18. And yet did not. Well, and then don't forget Tyson, game, yeah. Yet, but, yeah. Right. So I mean, all you know, that. You guys were in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. It just, you know, that shows you why I say this all the time, but every Super Bowl. They tell you about who's going to win, the team that runs the ball the best and doesn't turn it over. You know, and every once in a while you get a team that passes, but they're anomalies. And uh, yesterday, uh, you know, we didn't defend the ball as well as normal, and uh, the turnovers were for touchdowns. I mean, we had three complete turnovers that they laid it up. Well, they're going to shoot a higher percentage when you get those back doors and those layups. and. You know, we kind of had to earn ours more. So I thought we did enough offensively. We did enough on the boards. We did enough the free throw line. We just didn't do enough stopping those uh, backdoor cuts for layups or those turnovers for touchdowns. 
Well, Tom, uh, I'll let you go, buddy. It was a tournament run that a lot of people didn't see coming. You guys fought hard. I, I know we could slice it, dice it, break it down. And yeah. I know after yeah. some of the numbers I brought up and after talking to me, you probably get to hang up and throw your phone against the wall. Like, we we would be uh, a game away playing Florida Atlantic. And I'm not knocking anything away from Florida Atlantic. They got to the Elite Eight. But that was if you just hit a shot late in regulation or even in OT, you'd be one game away from going back to that Final Four in Houston. You were that close, but still, I'll look at the positives uh, on this tournament run. I'll look at the positives on this team because I go back to when I talked to you and I talked to the players back in October, and I always get a feel why I love doing our all-access shows every year, that I get a feel for this team or that the upcoming season, and you were spot on. And I could tell the, that team they loved each other. And you said that you like these guys, even beyond basketball. You just like the guys on this roster. And I I think I know you want to win every game. That's not going to happen. Maybe unless you're, you know, Ken Benson and Quinn Buckner and Indiana every once in a while. But, man, uh, heck of a year, Tom. Uh, Keep working hard. What I told you, Bill, early was it's not my most talented team, but it was a very connected team. And I think early on, I mean, you know, uh, you know, it doesn't look like, you know, you, you, we were right there with everybody else in the league. I mean, everybody was 11 and 7. We would have been 12 if we would have played Minnesota, I think, at the time. But we didn't get to play that game. So we only played 19. And we lost a couple games early when we had both Jaden and Malik out that I think we could have won. And and uh, But I like the team. And uh, it just goes to show that uh, talent doesn't always win. It's togetherness that wins. And and I think, uh, you know, as I told our guys today when we got here a couple hours ago, you know, you got to watch the rest of this tournament now because it'll show you how close you were to getting to where you want to get. And if you're going to make a commitment to do that next year, then we see what happens. And that's the way I look at it. So I appreciate being well, on you, and you, Yeah. You know, one final thought, Tom. You, you can look that you were with the ball a shot away from beating both Gonzaga and K-State, two teams that are in the Elite Eight this year with a team team that you said uh, wasn't as talented as as you've had, but they were connected. So, Tom, man, uh, congrats on another year, and we'll talk soon. Okay, my man? Thanks, brother. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Yeah, Tom Izzo, head basketball coach at Michigan State, talking about the loss last night to K-State. Now, we are live on the Lowell Showboat. Man, they've renovated this place. It looks awesome. And the most important thing about this broadcast today is that we're here uh, with everybody in Lowell, West Michigan, and across the state connected to the Dean family as Doak Dean uh, fights cancer, and everybody's going to step up and help Doak beat cancer. So if you're in the Grand Rapids area, listening on our flagship station, 96 won the game, anywhere you are within driving distance, fundraiser goes tonight, 5 until 11 p.m. here at the Lowell Showboat in downtown GR. They have an unbelievable Live auction with a trip to go see uh, Brian Kelly and LSU, Michigan State giveaways, and more. Silent auction, band DJs, beverages for purchase, and more. And Noel Dean, uh, the father of Doak and a living legend here in Lowell, Michigan, good man on and off air. Uh, we'll talk to Noel coming up. Gabe Dean uh, will check in later as the huge show is live for the Lowell Showboat and the Doak Dean fundraiser in Lowell. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's at the 96.1 The Game flagship station studios in downtown GR. I'm just east of Grand Rapids in downtown Lowell at the Lowell Showboat, where tonight uh, there'll be a fundraiser for Doak Dean, and the Dean family will be here, and everybody in Lowell, a lot of people connected uh, to Noel Dean during his time at Lowell, uh, who played for him, coached with him, coaches from around the area, the state, uh, the local businesses. It really is a total community effort from the heart, and Doak is in South Georgia right now, where Noel relocated and got back into coaching down in Tifton County, uh, Georgia, so Noel will join us in a moment. Uh, if you can make it out 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. tonight, DJ Ban, uh, live auction, silent auction, drop box auctions, beverages for pur- purchase, the restaurants. Uh, if you eat downtown, a portion of that is going uh, to help Doak Dean uh, fight cancer. And Noel Dean, his father, made the trip up from Georgia to join us. And good to see you, my friend. Yeah, it's good to be here, Bill. It's uh, <clears throat> Captain, my captain here on top of the... the Low showboat, huh? Yeah, it's the real deal here. Yeah. Uh, tell me about when you got the news uh, and when you and your wife and your family found out that uh, Doak had cancer. Um, it was really... Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's, you get me going here. Um, <clears throat> all the kids were coming down to our place for Thanksgiving, so they were all in town. And then, you know, because Doak only gets like three days being a wrestler at Harvard, and uh, he had called us the night Sunday night before he came into town and said, "I, you know, something's not right. I've been bothered for like three months or three weeks or four weeks. And so I immediately got on the phone and got him hooked up with a – oncologists and a urologist there and, and it just it escalated fast and so he had surgery the following monday that quick you mean like yeah. from thanksgiving weekend to surgery that monday huh? yeah he didn't go back to school he, we were um you know all the boys were there and darby was there and, and how many children do you have I, so i have four children well five i have a daughter-in-law now that's uh and then i also have you know, my second son ever gets off the snide. I'll have another one here in a little bit. Uh, and then, my, you know, my daughter. So there, we were all there. And Jill's mom lives about two hours south, so I had just picked her up. And so we were all there together. And um, and then, um, you know, it just you got a young man that, uh, you know, he's not really in a social group either because he's in southern Georgia and all his buddies are from here and his college buddies are in Boston. So it's like... Uh, he hasn't gone back to school. We had to withdraw him from the semester. He's, uh, you know, he's gone through all the poking, prodding pictures, every damn thing you can imagine. And we, um, we're fortunate where we are is we're only three hours down the road from Jacksonville, Mayo. So, um, and then they're they're applying a lot of his all of his chemo treatments and stuff uh, at the local hospital where we we have a pretty good sized hospital in the town I coach in. So. Um, you know, and you know, it's just every day. This has been a chemo week, so Jill sits with him in the mornings because I have football in the morning every morning till uh, about ten, and then I come in and sit with him, and, and then she goes to work. And uh, you know, um, he's been very fortunate. His you know, his brothers and sister have both come all come through at different times, and then he one of his best buddies from up here who plays football at Kalamazoo College came down. Uh, for a long weekend, he's on spring break right now. He sat with Doak at, at his chemo treatments Monday and Tuesday, which um, you know, it was more fun than sitting with your parents, probably, if, the, if that can be a fun thing. But, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's, you know, 
anyways, it's just your son and your child and you're, you're, you know, you're older and you just think, what could you do to be in that chair and then let him go be out east and enjoy wrestling and all that, you know? So it's, it's been good. I mean, we get to watch Max wrestle big 10 network and all of that. We were planning on going to the big tens this year, actually, because my son Zeth's, uh, lives in Ann Arbor. Um, and uh, we were going to go over there to watch the Big Ten because Max, that's where they were hosting. Um, but we, his white blood count, uh, cells were so low that they didn't want us to be outside of the house unless we were there getting treatment. So, um, you know, he's kind of been in a prison, <laughs> you know. I mean, whatever that is, a lot of isolation right now. So that's been going on since the Monday after the surgery happened that quick. He told you Thanksgiving weekend. That break, and then that Monday after Thanksgiving, it's been going on. It's been nonstop daily uh, with Doak and this fight against cancer. Yeah, no, it has been. And, you know, it's, it's promising. You know, I mean, this is kind of nice that, uh, you know, uh, Doak's godparents are Brian and Julie Kraski. And, and, uh, and you know, I think the word this comes from is like the Pink Arrow piece, right? We did so much with Pink Arrow, and it was just more of a pay it forward kind of thing, right? And uh, and we've raised millions of dollars and helped lots of people. And when you get the Beechams and Kaminsky's and you know the the all of these people that help get the Pink Arrow up and running, and uh, you know, and I don't even know who runs it now. I know that Coach Hennigy does it um, and is a big part of it. But uh, I think a lot of that is born from that. It's just kind of a weird irony of, you know, the pink arrow being originated by a coach who's no longer here, but, his, you know, and his child has cancer. So it's, uh, you know, I, I, I understand it. And I, I have gratitude and, and, I, and I'm very appreciative of uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing lots and lots of friends tonight. And um, my wife couldn't come because Doe can't travel. And so she stayed back with him and um, they're they're going to be on FaceTime tonight, I guess, at, the, at this party they have. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that, you know, the proceeds, a lot of the proceeds are going to go back to Pink Arrow or to the to the foundation. You know, so um, I'm just I'm really in awe. I'm blown away by what we're doing here tonight. And uh, um, uh, I, I'm just grateful. And I'm, and I'm going to be, you know, one of the things that I learned, um, <clears throat> you know, being, you know, when you get burned a couple times and some of that stuff that goes on in your own life and, and you, uh, I, I, I really seek joy. And that's that's my thing. And that's been my motto is like. I'm going to look for the happiness and the great and, and have gratitude for anything I do in the rest of my life. I'm never, I'm never going to allow anybody to suck uh, the joy out of my life or my family. And uh, so even with this, we were like, man, we, we live a mile away from a huge hospital that's administering cancer treatment from the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida. And, right? Yeah. And so we're like, uh, you know, maybe there was a greater plan too for where we're located right mm. now, because it's just, uh, that's been really, you know, like one of my best friends, you know, uh, you know, you think about the, the Pratt's, you know, the longtime superintendent here, his son and Doak, uh, were like best of buddies in seventh grade. And then he had leukemia and, uh, he battled that all the way through. And I, I don't know, like just this stint I've been through, I don't know how the Pratt's did it. And he was the superintendent of schools this whole time. And it makes me think like, wow, they were going down to the children's hospital here in Grand Rapids, you know, winter, summer, spring for four years. And uh, 
Uh, so I, I just um, we're we're just gotta be grateful. You know, it's a, it's the simplest form of uh, gratitude is being joyful because God has given us a lot of wonderful things in our lives. We're we're very fortunate, and, and you know, uh, I mean, it's interesting too because like my daughter just got into MSU med school. She's gonna go to the MD school at MSU, and my daughter-in-law just got into PA school at Tryon University, and that just all happened in the last week. And you know, it's something both those two girls have been working for and wanting to do, and and like. We're at the tail end of this first cycle of chemo, and, and so you just there's a lot to be grateful for. So, in terms of the prognosis, you mentioned uh, with your son Doak and Noel Dean, former football coach at Lowell, he made the trip up from Tifton County, Georgia, where he jumped back into coaching tonight's Doak Dean fundraiser here at the Lowell Showboat on the west side of the state, east of Grand Rapids. Uh, proceeds going to the Pink Arrow uh, Project, and also uh, just letting the Dean family know a lot of people are there uh, with Doak in this fight against cancer. What is the prognosis? Where was it from that initial surgery back in November to where we are when you left Georgia this morning? Well, um, there's a couple of things there. One is that uh, he had removed the cancer, uh, the tumor that they knew, and and we were hoping that it didn't spread to his torso, and it did. So <clears throat> then they have to decide on whether, and, and I can't say the words, my wife and my son can, but I can't tell them on and two different types. But the one cancer is treated by chemo and the other one is treated by surgery. So we were in the process of uh, the chemo has to work. Uh, that you can, and that's measured with the tumor markers where the other one isn't. So, um, and his tumor markers are back, uh, have, have gotten so much better in the last uh, three months that uh, they're hoping that the cancer that's in his body is uh, is being eradicated, and then 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 it becomes remission, and then you just have to be checked up and 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 so forth. If if they go back in and do his, you know, he's been through every kind of scan you can imagine. But if he goes back in and has the scans and the tumor marker or their tumors are still in his torso, then, excuse me, then he's going to have to have surgery. And so we're optimistic. We don't have any control over it other than just showing up every day. So we got to accept the outcome and uh, and be okay with it. And, um, you know, we're, we're very hopeful that we can get him back on track and so he can enjoy some of his college years. So. Noel, uh, thank you for sharing that story. You know, I didn't. I don't have a list of questions or game plan, and I just wanted to see where you're at. And I thought I would uh, begin our conversation with this. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, what's going on uh, in your life and uh, with Doak and uh, where he was at Harvard wrestling before uh, the diagnosis of cancer. Noel Dean's joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, Noel, legendary high school coach at Lowell, now coaching down. In in South Georgia, uh, the fundraiser for Doug Dean and also uh, the Pink Arrow Project, which when Noel said that with his efforts, the lives they helped save, what he did with the people of Lowell for years, one of the great high school projects ever, not just for football, that covered all sports at Lowell in this community, uh, to have that pay it forward comeback with everybody here tonight says a lot about life and about fate and destiny and also hope and prayers for uh, Doak and his recovery. So we'll talk more with Noel Dean coming up. We're live here. Lowell Showboat, the fundraiser tonight, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. If you stop out, uh, you'll see Coach. 
uh, the old ball coach, guys who played for him, guys who knew him, friends, family, the Dean family, the extensions all across uh, the huge network. You have a lot of time to get here tonight, 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. at the Lowell Showboat. To the callers online, your huge opinions are next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Carter. Now, they've made that move to partner with Dorn Mayhew, an east side firm, and now they're stronger than ever before. Big businesses, small businesses, taxes, any business need you have, you can turn to Tom Rosenbach and his team. Just go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Tom and his team also put up the $1,000 in cash in our Bracket Buster Challenge contest at thehugeshow.net. So if you entered the contest, uh, you can follow your picks all the way through the championship game uh, each and every day at thehugeshow.net. Just log in. You'll see it. It's simple and easy. And follow your picks if you took a shot at winning that $1,000 in the Bean Carter Bracket Buster Challenge. Follow your picks through the championship game at thehugeshow.net. That's thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're on the road east of downtown Grand Rapids. Superfly's at the 96 won the game flagship station studios. Thanks for getting uh, Izzo on. Superfly, appreciate that. I'm with Noel Dean, who flew up from South Georgia. Uh, his son, Doke, is 
fighting and beating cancer right now and uh, everybody connected to Lowell football, Lowell's public schools, the city of Lowell and beyond that knows anybody in the Dean family will be here tonight. Lowell Showboat, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. Uh, fundraiser going on here uh, in Lowell. Bands or a band, DJ, uh, they got silent auction, live auction, uh, a lot a lot of people uh, know that you're going to see that you probably haven't seen in a while, too, right? Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to, you know, I was up here in October um, for a football game. We had a bye week down south, and then one of my players was getting married on Saturday. So it's been the last time I've been here, but uh, we're really excited to see a lot of people tonight that I haven't seen in a while. And, you know, they're just good good kids. I mean, they're grown men now, but they're kids to me, and I, I'm just looking forward to it. So uh, how many years have you been a head coach in football? Oh, I don't Since 1991. So it started what, Montrose, right? No, I, I didn't. I, Burton Bendel. Burton Bendel. Yeah, you know, kind of an inner city Flint school. And then where were you after Burton Bendel? Here for 25 years. Really? Yep. Did you grow up in Montrose? Why, why am I thinking Montrose? I grew up in Montrose. That's it. I knew there was a Montrose. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I you don't know there was a connection. I was thinking we had in our conversation. So how, how many of those were you been a head coach from Burton Bendel to Lowell uh, to even now down in Tifton County, Georgia? How many players do you keep in touch with, former players? I mean, it just kind of comes and goes and goes in waves. But, I mean, like uh, when I moved to Tift, um, my, 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 I, don't know, and I stopped in the hundreds with the text messages and the gratitude and the homecoming. And, you know, the weird thing is I've like seven or eight players down there that have families that have come to games in the last two years. I mean, families from uh, that go down and watch you play a game and Well, because they're down, they're down there in Georgia. And then there's people that are coming coming through because we're right on I-75 on spring break or whatever. They stop in and, you know, we're running a, we were running a bed and breakfast there last year um, basically, <laughs> but it's been so much fun and uh, it's been great, you know. Yeah, we'll talk more. No, I want to get your thoughts on high school football in Georgia compared to high school football in Michigan and more. Uh, if you can make it out tonight, the Doak Teen Fundraiser is going on 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. here at the Lowell Showboat just east of downtown Grand Rapids. The money raised will, will go to help Doug fight cancer and others uh, in the Lowell area fight cancer. If you can be a part of it, stop out tonight. It's amazing. I'll also provide the links where you can donate at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. More on Michigan State losing in the Sweet 16. The Lions have a backup QB and Jed Howard off to the NBA as our road show continues from the Lowell Showboat in downtown Lowell. on the huge show across Michigan is presented by Experience GR. From world-class attractions and outdoor recreation to nationally ranked food and craft beverages, Grand Rapids, Michigan is filled with unexpected surprises. Discover why Grand Rapids has been voted America's best beer city, the nation's craft beverage capital, and a top 20 U.S. foodie city. Get an eyeful of spectacular art and an earful of live music. Experience 
explore what Grand Rapids has to offer when it comes to family fun. Make your travel dreams continue and come true in Grand Rapids. Find out more at experiencegr.com. That's experiencegr.com. Today's broadcast is presented by Experience GR on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey together on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He was yelling in my ear, you're too loud. He's back at the 96-1 The Game flagship station studios in downtown Grand Rapids. A couple weeks ago, uh, I got a note from Andy, who's connected to everybody here at Lowell. Andy Graham, I think is his name. And he told me that Dope Dean had cancer and that they were having a fundraiser at the Lowell Showboat coming up on this date. And then I told Andy last weekend, hey, I think I can do the statewide show here. Uh, from the showboat in downtown Lowell, and they got a big function uh, set up uh, now until 11 p.m. Uh, here at the Lowell Showboat, newly renovated Lowell Showboat, uh, the Doak Dean fundraiser. They have a band, they have DJs, they have live auction, silent auction, uh, drop box auctions. Uh, proceeds going uh, to help Doak and everyone connected uh, to Lowell to fight cancer. So it's an amazing mission. And I, I go back to Noel Dean, who joined me last hour, Doak's father, and he talked about the connections and the irony of the Pink Arrow Project, which he led with other great people here uh, in Lowell, and how you do the full circle and you're back here and how it comes into play uh, when your own son is fighting cancer. And Doak is doing better in South Georgia. So if you can donate, uh, I'll set up uh, the link. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. We'll do that later. Or stop out. It goes until 11 p.m. tonight. Lowell Showboat. You can't miss it. You come through the main drag and downtown Lowell. It's simple and easy. And it's going to be a, a celebration of life and also a fundraiser. Uh, as Dope Dean uh, fights to beat cancer. Uh, so thank you, Noel, and the way he opened up his heart talking about his son. As I said in my opening two hours ago, that God bless all of you, all of you parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, coaches, teachers, friends who have been there and had to watch a child, one of your kids or a kid you knew, battle cancer and then the elation and joy when they beat it and the pain and the sorrow when they don't I don't know how parents and as Noel said it earlier I don't know how they deal with it I really don't and nothing's been perfect as a father nothing is perfect in anybody's lives no matter what they tell you but what happens when you get a situation with Doug Dean is that reality 
slaps you right in the face and you understand what really is important. And I can just see it and hear it and feel it when I'm talking to Noel on air, off air, that he's doing everything with his wife, Jill, and the Dean family and the extended Lowell family and people uh, where Noel has been there for their children. They're paying it forward, coming back to help his son, Doak. And that's what tonight is all about. If you can stop out, Lowell Showboat, uh, whether you're connected to Lowell, Noel and his tenure at Burton Bendel to you know, the Lowell Red Arrow football program to the wrestling program and his sons and his nephews and the Dean family. Uh, please, if you get a chance, stop out tonight, 5 p.m. until 11 p.m. Uh, here at the Lowell Showboat. Inside this hour, we will hear from Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, get his thoughts on Jed Howard going pro. Also more on Michigan State losing in the Sweet 16 Last night, if you weren't tuning in the previous hour or maybe at local sports, high school Breslin action, or even I saw Adrian College is in the semifinals uh, playing for a national championship possibly this weekend. I had Izzo on from the Breslin, and he talked about the loss last night. You'll be able to hear that in our podcast if you missed it. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. And I began the broadcast with the Lions not reinforcing the backup QB position, and at least where it stands right now, and they're still... Not the possibility. They will take a quarterback somewhere, and there is a chance that another veteran backup could fall to them if you get salary cap casualties or where the Lamar Jackson destination ends up being. But, you know, they they went and signed Boyle, and he had never done anything in the NFL, and he was horrible. And now they re-sign free agent Nate Sudfeld. And I know some of you say, well, they're going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, you hope you hit the Nate Purdy sweepstakes like the Niners did. But I will say, if you're going to take a senior quarterback, not somebody leaving early, maybe even somebody who's played five, six years with COVID years and red shirts, gosh, you can have upwards of seven-year quarterbacks. But the backup quarterback position is the only negative I have connected to the Lions on anything. That is it. And yes, I know some of you were tweeting me, oh, well, Bill, you know, any team that loses their quarterback is going to be in trouble. I understand that. That's why I would overpay for a backup in case you did lose golf because the NFC and the NFC North is set up for the Lions to have a true chance to win it this year. And I don't even want to hear anything about Nate Sudfeld, the second coming of Tim Boyle. I don't want to hear that, okay? We also threw out our Bud Light huge question of the day. Jed Howard never showed me anything that said he's going to be a great NBA player. Nothing. I don't want to hear because he's tall and he can shoot 38% from three-point range. I don't want to hear that. But the NBA is about potential. I get that with the draft, and that's what they're doing. I understand that. I really do. So our Bud Light huge question of the day, how do you think Jed Howard will fare at the next level as a professional basketball player you can answer that at 1-866-838-4843 that's on the mercantile bank listener line 1-866-838-HUGE mercantile bank with locations wherever you're listening they're a local bank that you can depend on and trust and that is more important than ever before 
So answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. Answer 1-866-838-HUGE. I think we're going to announce the winner of our Tigers Home and Away opening day promotion with Soren Eagle and the Michigan Sports Network, Marty Brewer and the crew. Superfly, did you get any word? Are we going to announce that winner on Monday? Yeah, I assume we're going to announce that winner on Monday. Thanks to everybody who entered. The entries ended this morning at noon, and one lucky listener is going to get airfare for two to Tampa, overnight stay, tickets to the Tigers season opener against the Rays, and also a couple of tickets to the Tigers home opener against the Red Sox. A week later, that's pretty cool. Thank you to the entire team, Raul, Tim, CeCe, and Tanya, the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and Marty Boo. Hey, boo-boo, I got a picnic, a basket full of opening days from the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go talk to Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders. His thoughts on Jet Howard, one and done at Michigan. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, even more honored, uh, well, I should say, uh, Tom Izzo got to open for me today, sounds like. So, uh, good, good times. Yeah, so you know, you, you could tell he he was down because, and he talked about the shot with Florida Atlantic beating Tennessee. What were going to be the odds that Florida Atlantic would beat Tennessee and Michigan State in New York City? That you were that close to another Final Four, maybe just a shot away, a free throw, front end of a one-on-one at the end of regulation uh, last night there in the final two minutes. You were that close, possibly, to another Final Four. Yeah, I mean they played they played their rear ends off, and I know a lot, not a lot of people expected them to get there. Um, you know, I know from Tom's perspective, I know what his thoughts on it after the game were were that uh, they played a lucky team or that. Kansas State may have gotten a little bit lucky, but um, that's March basketball. Um, you know, they they had their chances to to go out there and secure a victory, and um, the better basketball team won. Now it took a you know it took a guy playing on a bum ankle, playing the game of his life, but um, I don't know he's been around long enough to know that that happens. So yeah, uh, Michigan State was kind of the last bastion of hope for the Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten is now um, kaput in this tournament and to be frank with you having watched that conference almost exclusively this year i'm actually happy about that because the product the product is maddening and uh, now now we're out of the the teams that i think you know really have a shot to win this thing all right and speaking of shot to win this thing and when you look ahead to next year is it a hot seat year for juan howard uh his son jet uh, and maybe even keeping a spot on the roster. I don't know if Jace is on scholarship or if it's just that he's on the team. I don't know that complete list. But uh, putting your son first before Dickinson and Bufkin, uh, I thought was a mistake. I, I know when he's hot, he's great. But when he's not, he, he, he doesn't need to be on the floor. So everybody's moved on from Jet. He's one and done. What will Michigan basketball look like next year? And what type of internal pressure – Will there be on Juwan Howard, if any? Yeah, I mean, uh, to address the first thing, I mean, Jet Howard was, uh, I mean, I don't know how else to call the year other than, uh, you know, disappointing. The NBA draft was kind of stuff that was was something that was on the table heading into the year. And when you hear that type of buzz with a kid, you know, the pros at the prom, like they say, you 
you expect a little bit more. Now, I know they say that you know both of his ankles were messed up at certain points, um, but I really do think that Michigan was hamstrung a lot of times, not only by some of the things that he didn't do well on the floor, uh, like you know boxing out, defending, rebounding, all those types of things. Um, they were hamstrung by the fact that they weren't a very deep basketball team either. And it kind of all, you know, all of the things that plagued them this year kind of come back up to Juwan Howard. Uh, I didn't like the way the roster was constructed. I think I didn't think they were deep enough. They didn't have enough offense off the bench. Um, you know, you're an injury or two away from playing guys that simply just aren't ready to play. I mean, we saw Yusef uh, Hayat play in the NIT. He's not there. Uh, he's just not even close yet. So for me, I mean, you talk about hot the year and, and it being a year – I mean, if it goes backward, yeah, we're talking hot seat here. If it stays stagnant, but you're still young, I mean, I think there's a conversation to be had, but there's no question about it. I mean, uh, we'll see what happens with Kobe Dickinson and or Kobe Dickinson, Kobe Buskin and Hunter Dickinson. I'm looping them in together because those two do, um, they will determine what the, the ceiling of this team and the floor of that team ultimately is next year. Um you know, I think if Kobe comes back, he can be one of those lead guard type that maybe can be a top ten type of prospect. But you know, regardless of what happens, uh, they're at a crossroads right now. Um, I think a lot of the issues they had this year we saw start to materialize last year, and it was kind of buried by the fact that they made the Sweet Sixteen, which March success is ultimately what your you know what you know makes or breaks what your resume is as a as a head coach, but. Um, it's been two years now where this team has just been kind of barely over 500, hasn't played well in non-conference play, has been kind of middling in Big Ten play, which is even more maddening this year given how middling the Big Ten was at the conference. So for me, it's, uh, yeah, next year's huge. I, I don't know if it's like a, a lame duck year or anything like that, but without question, it is a, they're at a crossroad right now. And, you know, it's going to take it all hands on deck effort to get them back to where they were just a few seasons ago. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking about Jet Howard one and done, and also the short-term future of Michigan basketball. So, my Bud Light huge question of the day to the audience, how do you think Jed Howard will fare as an NBA player? Uh, I've said it on air, I've said it on Twitter, Facebook, he showed me nothing to say he's ready for the next level, but I get the drafting on uh, potential in the NBA, especially now with the emergence and the G League uh, going next level. From what you've seen in college basketball, from one-and-done freshmen, how do you feel about Jet Howard, next level NBA player? Yeah, I think it all kind of depends on the fit. Now, I'll say this, and it, you know, right off the bat, I think that inherently uh, NBA basketball is probably a better fit for him just because it is more wide open, where you're defending less, you're running up and down the floor more, you know, you're shooting from you know, the logo. A lot of guys are so. I think he'll probably he'll probably fare better and splash a little bit more in the NBA. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's the next Jason Tatum or anything like that, but. I, I think, and we saw it, you know, a couple of years ago with a guy like Jordan Poole, where you know he's a, he was a guy that you know, made you want to rip your hair out at time at Michigan. But go to the right team, uh, a team like the the Golden State Warriors. You learn from you know some of the best to ever do it, especially in terms of shooting the basketball. And lo and behold, player development, you're you're able to go out there and, and make some money for yourself. Duncan Robinson was a guy uh, like that at Michigan as well. So. 
you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rule out anything. For, I'll just say this: I mean, to me, he looks like someone who's probably probably just a rotation guy. And you know what? That's that's fine uh, for a lot of players. You know, not everyone can come back to school and you know leave after their sophomore year looking like LeBron James. Some guys are just kind of pigeonholed into what they're probably going to be. Um, so yeah, I mean, if he goes, you know, if he goes to like the I don't know, the Houston Rockets or something. I'm just throwing a team out there. If he goes to a team that is always picking, you know, high in the lottery, I I won't work out so well for him. But, you know, if he finds a spot where, you know, they develop and cultivate talent, there's there's we know there's another gear to be unlocked there. We've seen potential of what he can be. Um I just don't think, you know, when you look at for this might be even more damning. You know, the best option for his player development might not be at Michigan. And, you know, that's a that's a loaded statement on a number of fronts. So I, that's just kind of where I see it right now. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us. Uh, final thoughts on Jaden Davis, who is a five-star QB out of Fort Mill, South Carolina, announced today uh, who will be on his top five. His official commitment will be announced live on SportsCenter uh, coming up on March 31st at 1.30 p.m. Michigan, Ohio State, Clemson, North Carolina, and Tennessee uh, for QB Jaden Davis. What are you hearing with your recruiting insiders, your team at TheWolverine.com and On3.com? Uh, who's the front runner right now? I think it's Michigan. I think it's it's probably emphatically Michigan. I don't think there's any coincidence that coming off of a visit to Michigan uh, last weekend, which went really well by all accounts, uh, we finally get him put a timeline on his recruitment. He drops the top five. He drops. He's going to announce on Sports Center next week. And you know, to me, the other four teams in the mix are just there to be you know the hats on the table. Uh, Michigan's gone all in on this guy. Um, you know, even going back to the summer, he threw at a camp with Michigan gloves on. Uh, I know. I'm not sure what the the holdup has been behind the scenes. It's kind of just been all Michigan for a while now. But, you know, he had to to get to know Michigan's new quarterback, Coach Kurt Campbell. Uh, There were some lingering questions left over from the family. So I think, uh, you know, I know that Clemson and North Carolina and Ohio State, and I forget who else was on the graphic, um, they're just there for North Carolina, Tennessee, Clemson, Ohio State, and Michigan are QB Jaden Davis's top five out of Fort Mill, South Carolina. Yeah, there just hasn't been any buzz with the other schools. Now, I've seen recruitments in football and basketball where, you know, for weeks and months, you, you have a guy trending one way, and then, you know, 24, 48, 72 hours before something changes. I don't see that here, though. Um, I think that they're going to get they'll be able to add you know another four star quarterback five star quarterback whatever recruiting service uh, you put the most stock into um, and add you know what I would assume they see as JJ McCarthy's successor. So uh, recruiting for Michigan has been a struggle the last few years, but you bring an elite quarterback in and that starts raising some eyebrows and that kind of is what gets the ball rolling. So. Uh, I think Michigan's right on the verge of that. They're already got some good uh, momentum on the recruiting trail, and I expect that to kick back up into the next gear next week. Anthony, thanks for the update on Jed Howard and also on potential future Michigan quarterback Jaden Davis out of South Carolina. We'll talk soon, my friend. Of course. Thank you, guys. 
All right, Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics. Next segment, Noel Dean will join us once again here atop the Lowell Showboat in downtown Lowell. Tonight, uh, the Doke Dean fundraiser. Doke is back in South Georgia right now going through treatment. He has been putting up a huge fight and winning the battle right now uh, since Thanksgiving Day weekend and that first surgery, the Monday after Thanksgiving Day, and he's getting after it uh, down in South Georgia. So uh, nothing but love and prayers to the Dean family and a lot of the extended family for the Deans and the people of Lowell and West Michigan will be here tonight. Lowell Showboat, now until 11 p.m., the fundraiser is going on. Bands, uh, food, uh, beverages for sale, live auction, silent auction. I think I see the Lowell football team from this year uh, rolling in. So many people will be a part of this. If you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1, the game in Grand Rapids, anywhere in West Michigan, across the state, still time uh, to swing out here to the Lowell Showboat until 11 p.m. tonight, uh, the Doak Dean fundraiser. And we'll talk to Noel about coaching now in the South SEC country at Tifton County. And when we get to recruiting, when we talk about D1 prospects, when we talk about high school football budgets in Georgia compared to Michigan, Noel will take us inside the deep South in high school football compared to the state of Michigan. And Noel will jump back in on the microphone after this network T.O. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Johnny Kane. NBA fans, now is the time to bring all the hoops action right into the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, any new customer can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets. How? Well, you just download the DraftKings app, and then when you sign up, use the promo code HUGE. Then when you place a $5 bet, you instantly get $200 in bonus bets. It's that easy at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Pistons are in Toronto tonight looking to avoid the season sweep at the hands of the Raptors. And even though Toronto's gotten the upper hand in the three previous meetings, they've been by a combined nine points. Every one of them's come down to the final minute. Marvin Bagley III is coming off his best performance of the season. And honestly, one of the best performances of his career his last time out against Atlanta. 31 points, 8 rebounds, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. And he dropped a team-high 21 last time against Toronto in late February, so he'll be a marked man. Tip-off tonight at 7.30. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The 1-2. Right side. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. This is Monster Jam! See the legendary Gravedigger and more tear up the dirt with massive stunts, all-out racing, and crazy skills. It's adrenaline-charged fun for the whole family. Let's hear it! Make some noise! Monster Jam! 
as big as it gets. Coming to Van Andel Arena March 24th through 26th. Brought to you by BK Tires. You have to see it live. So lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With the shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Friday Road Show is inside the Lowell Showboat in downtown Lowell, just east of Grand Rapids, west side of the state. Tonight it's a Doak Dean fundraiser. Doak, former Lowell Red Arrow, son of former Lowell head football coach Noel Dean, who's now coaching down in Tifton County, Georgia. Uh, Doak is battling cancer uh, in South Georgia right now. And the people of Lowell, West Michigan, and across the state have stepped up. Huge fundraiser uh, tonight. Ban, silent, live auction. So much going on. Food, beverages for sale. Uh, you can eat at the restaurants locally in Lowell, and some of your bill will go towards uh, the fundraiser tonight. Uh, Lowell Showboat until 11 p.m. And Noel Dean uh, is standing by. He's just showing me some of the photos of uh, the schools he takes his kids from Tipton County uh, on recruiting visits like Auburn and, you know, Tennessee. And that's just a different animal down there. We were talking, Noel, you were saying that there's spring football in Georgia, right? That's right. Yeah. So, in other words, what uh, what are you allowed to do in Georgia for high school football in the spring? Um, with the spring football, we do we can have nine full contact practices, and then uh, we play a game at the end. So we're playing uh, Chris County this year. They're pretty good. So an actual game, right? Actual game, yeah, full game. We're playing at their place on May nineteenth, um, which is about forty five minutes straight up by seventy five for us. And how many practices do you get in pads in the spring in Georgia high school football? Um, we have nine, nine, and. Uh, what are uh, budgets compared without dollar figures, but uh, comparing budgets at Michigan high schools for football compared to high school football in Georgia? Um, well, it's it's different for sure. Is it, is it, is it small college like? I don't even know if it's small college because I mean you know I know it, there's a lot of resources put towards it, and, uh, and and you know with that resources comes expectation too. So it's a real deal. You know you don't get to just hide out and be a coach. You know you better be doing all of the things right that you need to be doing right. And I wouldn't have went there if I didn't have the right boss. The superintendent there is an, is, is a really good dude, and um, and his vision and my vision are very similar on how to build a, f- a winning football program. So what are resources that uh, you have? in Tipton County, Georgia, that surprised you? Maybe I, you said you were everything was transparent with the superintendent and he reached out and you guys hit it off. But what are some things, whether it's facilities, money for assistance, 
uh, yeah, off-season well, like, training. I mean, what, what are those resources you're talking about? Well, like we have all of our kids in my first hour year-round. So I have all, you know, the, right now I have this just the current 9 through 11, and I have all 90 of them in my first hour in house. I have seven assistant coaches assigned to that first hour. So we do a lot with film work then? Weight room, film work, some skill stuff. We're, we do yoga. We have a, I got a, a yoga lady that comes in every Wednesday and then uh, is part of that. And uh, I'm trying to take it away. I'm trying to be better with the holistic child. So that's the goal and uh, to make it less. Uh, I don't know if the word transactional is right, but it, we're trying to care for the whole kid and uh, athlete, you know, the, not, not just a football factory. That's right. right? That's, that's right. Because that's where the trust comes. You know, in the two programs that I was at previous, we had to build the trust. Burton, Bendel, and Lowell, right? Burton, Bendel, and Lowell. That's right. Yeah. So a uh, seventeen thousand seat stadium, you said, and it's packed every home game. No, well, it wasn't this past year. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't show if you're not winning. They don't show no, up. No, well, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't like much of anything really uh, but uh, you know I knew that was coming I knew the second year because was, you're building a yeah. culture and a program and you know right. yeah. you got to tear it down to build it up right we, when we did we took a flamethrower to that place this last year and a lot of people you know short-sighted narrow-minded folks didn't get it uh, but if you were in our weight room right now and if you were with our kids right now you you you, you know it's coming we're coming man and I don't I don't have any doubts about that so um, you just you know there's in, in, in fairness to them they were being run into the ground and and that and things weren't being taken care of and then you know when those schools that people aren't taking care of hit the pandemic man it was 10 times worse for schools like that than it was for schools that were that had a program in place and and you know so there was all of that and um you know i got uh, one of my former players is coaching with me down there he's doing a great job but it's um you know they just who's a former player coaching uh, with you? ryan walters it was uh, he graduated with my oldest son and played at wabash and then he was out coaching in san antonio texas and so brought him in and um you know they got a bunch of different guys from got a coach out of oklahoma that coached um, um is running my offensive line and just brought a d coordinator in from the tampa area yeah, in just, Florida, right? just literally just got off the phone we just hired him so um uh yeah and he you know he played with a kid a boy of mine michael mcelroy at southern illinois who played a little played a little right so I'm really trying to bring a different look into Southern Georgia um, from outside. And, you know, they, they change jobs so much down there that it's like, I don't know, man. It's like they almost take pride in how many different schools they worked at. And I'm trying to get away from that. I'm trying to get more, um, you know, have more consistency for our kids. So trying to build a culture. That's right? That's and right. again, you got to tear it down to build it up. Noel Dean is joining us, former Lowell head coach, now coaching uh, the head coach at Tifton County, Georgia, uh, in South Georgia, up here back in West Michigan, in Lowell, for the fundraiser for his son tonight, uh, Doug Dean, who is fighting cancer and getting treatments uh, as we speak down in South Georgia with his mom, Jill, and a lot of the extended family friends will be here. The fundraiser is going until 11 o'clock tonight, and man, Noel, it's so good uh, to see you. Yeah. I'll be hanging out here for a couple of hours, so anybody uh, who's listening, stop by. I can't wait to see and hang out with you and talk, okay, bud? Yeah, no, it's exciting. I think 
thanks for coming out here and doing this, Andy Graham. I got a Andy. Here. Andy, what a what a go getter, man. Andy he, Graham. He played at K College too, and he played for Tim. Uh, oh my God, I'm sorry, Tim. Um, I, Tim Rogers. Tim Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 great Central. great yes. guy, great coach, and uh, they played for him down at uh, K College, and so Tim. Uh, Tim did you know? And he's doing a great job right now. Yeah, um, Grand Rapids Personal Center. They're in the championship game against Dan Rohn and Warren De La Salle. Yeah. Hey, if, if the new rule is there that Mark Ewell, the executive director of the MHSA, said that they will vote on this spring where out-of-state teams can come in from anywhere in the country to play a Michigan team and the game counts in your standings, you could bring Tifton County, Georgia back up maybe to play uh, one of the big boy schools in Detroit. <laughs> or, uh, hey, Westside football now is pretty darn good, too. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, the, the, the Dean Bowl. You don't want to. We got to think the Dean Bowl. You don't want no part of those Tiff County boys. I'm not calling. I'm not saying Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. I'm talking uh, maybe like Warren D. LaSalle was pretty darn strong with a bunch of D1. Dan, Dan Rohn's done a good yeah, job I mean, there. Yeah, you could, well, you never know, though. That could be interesting. Well, thank you so much, my man, okay? Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me out. Yeah, Noel Dean, man, doing a great job. You know, the challenges that he's faced from Burton Bendel, changing the culture, building the program, did it, then came to Lowell, and what he did on and off the field speaks for itself, and I think what he did on and off the field is why so many people will be here tonight uh, for the Doak Dean fundraiser, Lowell Showboat. Kudos to the Lowell Chamber of Commerce and what they've done here with this riverfront area in downtown Lowell. It's pretty darn cool. Thank you so much. And also Andy Graham for uh, reaching out to me. I didn't know that Doak was dealing with uh, cancer. And most importantly, uh, say a prayer for Doak Dean. And love and prayers to Noel and his family and everybody. Uh, and to Doak, we're thinking of you. Keep up the good fight, my friend. Superfly Hayes is back in downtown Grand Rapids. We have one final segment coming up on this Friday broadcast presented by ExperienceGR.com. See everything Grand Rapids has to offer at ExperienceGR.com. We'll hear from the crew at ExperienceGR coming up in our next segment as our Friday Roadshow is live here inside the Lowell Showboat on the west side of the state. at thehugeshow.net. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. And on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. 
There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not nine to five, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. I do want to bring in a couple of good friends of the show. And with Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place, they sponsor uh, Fridays on the huge show across Michigan. And we love to take people inside what Grand Rapids uh, has to offer uh, when it comes to everything downtown in the surrounding area, along the river, and more. And Janet Corn uh, is Senior VP Experience GR. And Maggie Lancaster is the Executive Director of the GR Children's a museum, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, family, small children, and what is offered when you're experiencing Grand Rapids. How you doing, ladies? Oh, we're doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Dude. All right, yeah, no problem, Jana. Let's talk about Experience GR, and as a senior VP, and uh, your mission, and we're statewide, and why Grand Rapids has become a great destination uh, for families, for individuals, for millennials, and more. Yeah, well, you know, um, we're we're on today to talk about, like, why it's such a great place for families to bring their small children, because we have just an amazing assortment of different kinds of activities that will help entertain kids. And we got a brand new campaign that we just launched, and it's uh, Play Their Way, because kids like to be in charge. So we think uh, Grand Rapids is a great destination where kids can lead the play. Right. And uh, No, no, go ahead. Finish, Janet. No, and I was going to say, and um, you know, we've invited Maggie to come on today to talk from the Children's Museum because that's really like that's the key to why this is such a great place for uh, kids to be. All right, Maggie Lancaster, Executive Director of the GR Children's Museum. I know when my kids were growing up, Maggie, I would roll in there usually on the weekend, and uh, the kids would just have a field day. For somebody listening across Michigan who has never been to the GR Children's Museum. Uh, let's talk about what you offer. Oh, thank you. And and we are all about open-ended play. And that what that means ultimately is that the kids get to choose what they want to touch, what they want to jump on, what they want to jump off of. Maybe they want to go down the slide. Maybe they want to play with our traveling exhibit, which right now is Molly of Denali. 
Maybe they just want to make a bubble or play with Legos. It is a museum where we tell them they lead, they play, and they have fun. And not to forget the adults, though, because we need play, too. It's equally important for all of us to play. Well, I can tell you that, you know, when my kids were growing up, there was that five, six-year window, and we probably made 20 visits. I might have, I think I even bought the annual pass because I lived uh, here in the West Michigan area, and they would just, you know, bang on my door and say, are we going to the Grand Rapids Children's Museum? Downtown GR, I can actually see it uh, from where we're broadcasting right now at our flagship station, 96.1, the game in Grand Rapids. Maggie, for somebody listening across the state who may be coming to GR, may be planning a trip to experience uh, Grand Rapids, is there a website or an easy way where they can find out what the Grand Rapids Children's Museum has to offer? They, they sure can. That's www.grcm.org. Uh, we are on all social media sites, too. So look at us on Facebook, Instagram. We even do TikTok. That's awesome. Uh, uh, GR, is it grcm.org? You got it. GR, yeah, look at You got it. Oh, yeah. You know, when I, in all honesty, I got to be truthful to the audience. Maggie Lancaster, the executive director of the GR Children's Museum, her son, Grant Lancaster, played football for Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. And during the pandemic year, uh, I did the games with Bobby Mitchell. I did the play-by-play, former Grand Valley great. Bobby Mitchell did the color commentary. And I gave her son, Grant, the nickname. He's not Lancaster. He's Mancaster. You were such an inspiration to him. Thank you for bringing that up. That is why he went on to GBSU. That is why he absolutely loves to play wide receiver at Grand Valley. You really had a huge role in that. And you want to talk about a kid who played as a child in the Grand Rapids Children's Museum. There you go. If if your mom's the executive director, guess what? He was getting in for free and he could run around and do everything. Now he's got it. Now he's got to clean the place. Though, that, yeah, so. that's why. That's that's where he got his great footwork for being a big receiver because he's running around the GR Children's Museum. Janet Corn, Senior VP, ExperienceGR.com. If you want to find out everything uh, Grand Rapids has to offer, go to ExperienceGR.com. Uh, you can go to GRCM.org for the Grand Rapids Children's Museum. Janet Corn, Senior VP, ExperienceGR. Janet, uh, thank you for bringing Maggie. Maggie yeah. Mancaster. Uh, to the table, okay? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Huge. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, yeah. Janet. Thank you, Maggie, okay? Okay, thank Keep you. Playing. We are back live across Michigan, wrapping up our Friday road show here at the Lowell Showboat, downtown Lowell. Uh, the fundraiser is underway for Doak Dean, who is battling cancer right now in South Georgia's father, Noel Dean, the former Lowell Red Arrowhead football coach, now the head coach at Tifton County, Georgia. Got out of coaching, then realized how much he missed it. Uh, went down to Georgia, had a connection, somebody talked to him, and uh, he's been down in Georgia the last couple of years, so he's back here. Uh, if you played for Noel, if you know Noel, if you're connected to Lowell, any sport, any high school, the Pink Arrow Project, uh, please stop by. The fundraiser goes until 11 tonight. they got a pretty cool band. Who's the band playing tonight? Uh, 2BT. 2BT, yeah, they sound a good warming up. they got the DJ. they got 
beverages, uh, food, and the restaurants downtown Lowell. Portion of uh, every ticket will go uh, to the Doak Dean fundraiser. So a lot of good people who have stepped up for Noel Dean when Noel Dean was there for their children or stepped up for their kids or the people of Lowell and what he did for this community uh, really left a lifelong blueprint on how to do it and a footprint and maybe even his handprints and the people are paying it forward and giving back tonight the fundraiser goes until 11 p.m here inside the little showboat just outside they got uh, the band in a tent now they got live auction auction uh, silent auction and also dropbox auctions going on nothing but love and prayers to doak and the dean family and to the good people lowell for what they did today thanks for noel stopping by tom Izzo, all of our insiders superfly hayes back at the 96 one studios in downtown grand rapids everybody enjoy your weekend stop out and see us tonight here in lowell and we'll talk monday at three on the Michigan Sports Network with another edition of The Huge Show.